when this artist started his career, all he wanted was for us to Allah at your boy. And just when we did that, he became a superstar. But as soon as we realized that even as a superstar, people did not really know his name. So he reintroduced himself as Ayo. But like every great artist before him, that recognition wasn't enough. So he went ahead to bring sounds from the other side. And that wasn't well received. Franz argued that this was way ahead of his time. So he decided to come back home and show the world that he is truly made in Lagos. Today, that young talent from the streets of Ojoelegba has grown and he is all about more love, less ego. Chacha Nation, welcome to another episode of the Chacha Album Review Series on your award-winning podcast, Chacha Music Review Podcast. I remain your humble host, Apis Tonova, aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. Today, we'll be talking about Whiskey Fifth album titled More Love, Less Ego. And joining me on the podcast are the incredible duo of Vega and Nelson of the Sample Axis podcast. Hey, Chacha Nation. Hi, Chacha Nation. Hi, Chacha Nation. Yes, so Chacha Nation. This is now Chacha Music Review Podcast. And based on logistics, we got to amplify the African sound by bringing the best of African music into the now years. Chacha. Hey everyone, we got Delia, one half of the Sample Access podcast. It's good to be back here for another episode of the Chacha album review series. Hey, I'm Nelson, we're the other half of Sample Access. Uh, we've been here before, and it's always a great time when we get to talk about albums uh, with Chacha. And of course, I'm excited to go because this one is like, you know, a major, major album. Even though the last one that we did was also quite big, but I mean, this is Whiskey. We have to talk about it. Every single thing about the album, want to break it down detail for detail. And Chacha, thank you so much for having uh, us. All right, so yes, like I said, we'll be talking about the new Whiskey album titled More Love, Less Ego. The album was released on the 11th of November, 2022, and the album features Ira Star. Skepta, Neramali, Don Toliva, uh, Skilly Bang, and um, the production credits goes to P2J, Kelpie, K the Great, Sami Soso, P Primes, Jules, Kofo, and Euro. Those are the people that worked on the production of the album. Now, uh, Nelson, let me start from you. Let's start from the announcement when Whiskey made the announcement that guys are putting out a new album titled More Love and Less Ego. What was your reaction and what was your expectation towards the album? So, yeah, the first time I heard about, you know, uh, More Love and Less Ego, More Love, Less Ego, you know the way Whiskey is like, you know, when he, he is with all this album, sometimes you expect the album and then it never comes. So, I would say like I was really, really calm about it. I saw it, but I'm like, I don't get too excited. Come on. It's whiskey. They can tell us next week that, you know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be ready in two years. But you know, we went on and on and on and it felt like something was actually cooking. So at that point I was already getting really excited. But one thing was at the back of my mind, and that's something that has been like 
that was hitting me for a long time. Is he going to be able to surpass the level of MIL that's made in Lagos? Is he going to be able to surpass that level that already created for himself with that, you know, the previous album? And then, you know, when I saw the list, I think the very first time I saw the list was, it was not the original list. I saw a list of, you know, some other people that are not currently on the album. So example is um, Lauren Hill, uh, that I was actually looking forward to, but, you know, I'm expecting that maybe something might happen in the future, just like the deluxe album for Made in Lagos. But I, w- I was quite excited, but I wasn't too hyped because of I know, you know, I know how uh, whiskey moves. I mean, we have studied how it moves now, so that was something that was always in my mind. So come 11th of November, the album drops, and then you went ahead to listen to the album. What was your first impression? It was really exciting for me, though. Because I know a lot of people actually went back at it and were saying, oh yeah, it wasn't the greatest and all. Like, it wasn't it wasn't the best for them at first listen. But for me, I had like an open mind. I was very open-minded about it. And I just went in with the idea of, you know, whatever it is is given to us, whether it's monotonous, whether it is new, whether it is strange, I'm going to take it in completely. So the first listen for me was quite exciting because, of course, new music. So who's not excited about new music? And then it's coming from whiskey. So it was a good time, really. So, so I think that uh, more of Let's Go was teased very early on. This was made in Lagos was at, at its peak, I think 2021, middle of 2021, when it's doing the um, Made in Lagos US tour, sticking into the store. That was when one of those days he teased that 50% done MLE. Oh. We've been waiting for over a year for another whiskey album. So when we saw that, you know, we felt like me personally, I felt like, okay, this is prime whiskey. is in rare form, is in very good form. So maybe, maybe, maybe not. We're expecting some good, but the successful album like in Lagos can hardly be talked. So I knew that he wasn't going to touch it, but I, I also knew that as an inventor, as a creator, he knows how to how to shift or how to evolve and i think we have seen that what i have also noticed is that he didn't put pressure on himself to to beat made in lagos he, he didn't he wasn't going out to to do hits i think he's relaxed is in a good position as a human being as a father as a lawyer, and he just wanted to catch crews and express himself so when the album dropped expectation was wasn't all that high and then when i listened because it wasn't all that high i think that was cool especially because of it was arranged there were instants you know bad to me dropped as a single i didn't catch easy but after two weeks or three weeks of constant replay i started to enjoy it money money and love dropped i didn't like it but when the album dropped the first four tracks played in quick succession you would appreciate that and then you know it slides into a slow mode slow mode not so hype and stuff but because i wasn't expecting too much i can extend grace and say okay i mean i respect your work this is what to do if there's one thing you and nelson rightly mentioned and um, which is quite a bit different in my own case you know, was the fact that you both enjoyed it on your first listening and, you know, it was something you both are cool with on your first listening. But for me, to be honest, when I listened to the album for the first time, I think I didn't really quite grab 
the album and it says that okay so for me when money and love also dropped i didn't really like it even bad to me when bad to me also dropped i didn't also really like it that much not like it was a bad song i didn't just really connect to it but when the album dropped and i listened to money and love i'm like okay we move balance came bad to me came then two sugar with ira star came in i'm like uh okay let's keep going then every day and for me that was like where the album started for me that was where i because i felt like if i listen to this track and i really do not still connect with this album i'll just pause it and try another day but really every day came in as a matter of fact i listened to every day i think three times before moving on to the next track and that was how you know i was able to connect with the album the album started for me from track 5 which is um you know everyday now i mentioned some of the uh you know producers that were on the album p2j klp you know sam soso just to mention uh you know a few of them now let's talk about the production of the album i mean we already know that when it comes to wizkid his production is nothing but top notch but still you know we still have to look at it and say okay yes the production of this album would you say once again riskid has been able to you know in terms of production wise was he able to you know outdo himself or did he go below par or he just you know maintained that same or status or what can you say about the general production of the album let's start with bega i'm not very impressed with the production So production made in Lagos was very elite. I think I think it was really an Afrobeat wise. That's that's the, the when when they say mecca of football, that's the mecca of Afrobeat right there. The peak of Afrobeat 2020. I don't think anybody else, you know, did more to define and mix the sound. It was mixed with R&B at some points. Um uh, high life with blessed is giving some kind of high life laid back R&B on so me ginger is you know the afrobeats elements comes together on maybe they were so beautifully right. Now here we have it toned down. It's really laid back, it's slow. The song we are after I don't know. I don't really like the song Too Sugar, but the I don't like the products. I like as much as I don't like the song. I like the song or or the vocalization, I don't know, more than I like the production. The production is too simplistic for me. And then I did the, the example that example repeats itself across the album. Uh, it's kind of like slip and slide has a slow vibe, almost like sexual sounds and there's Again, I don't know how to how to describe it. It's it's great production, but it's not so it's not so inviting, it's not so invigorating. It's not it's not all that, right? But give me balance, give me frames and give me money and love. Those are very well, you know, high level production in terms of, you know, uh, um curating a sound and trying to clean sound. and enjoyable sound there's jazz elements there's laid vibes but other tracks i i i i don't think i really enjoy the production I, and i can attribute that to p2j being the lead producer so when you are in a certain bag and this is how you come across i think you are you are likely to fall into that uh 
that temptation of responding the same. Again, this might be the vibe. We just say, this is the beat I want and I'm going to work with because this is how I feel. Look at frames. He was literally being emotional on frames and expressing himself. So I, I'm seeing that he dictates, he dictated the pace or the direction of the production. I'm sure there are other beats. He just said, PPJ, this vibe, this slow Afro beats, this is what I want. And for me, that's not that's not what I really like from music. I think this will play back production-wise, but again, this is what they want. Well, I, I think I have a different take from what Gwega uh, has just said. I, I, I'm, I'm actually a big fan of, you know, the production. I think uh, at some point, we need to understand that for certain artists, there's a way they're going to always have their music structured. I mean, at some point, it might begin to start monotonous, which is what, what's already, already happening with uh, Whiskey. But I think because of the kind of person she is and how she's particular about his sound, whoever is working with him, whether it is P, whether it is P2J, whether it is P-Prime, you know, whether it is J5, they're always going to have to conform to his sound. So, yeah, I, I was actually, I, I, I love, you know, simple uh, production. Although, when, when it's complex, I like it to be, like, original all the way. Like, you know, the whole guitar, guitar, the whole drums and everything. I like that. I don't, I don't like a lot of, you know, electronic sounds. That's why I'm more of an 80s person in terms of production. But for this one, I think overall for me, it was very okay because, I mean, it just stuck to a thing for the album and that was it it wasn't like it wasn't anything extremely special like I mean like I said if you're going to pick off you know pick up one or two songs that kind of like are on top of the bunch for me I mean first time I heard Balance I'm like yo this is like a jam I still listen to Balance a lot till date you know even though it's still a short time but I listen to it a lot and then yeah Frames too I think it's something that I love to enjoy uh, for the other ones they didn't sound particularly exciting you understand so I'm not saying that the production was like way off the roof, but I think the production was good enough for Whiskey, if you get what I'm saying. Whiskey had a production, perfect. If the production, you know, if you're trying to scrutinize it, like, you know, Sony Kali and everything, you'll be like, oh yeah, there's nothing new here. It's just rinse and repeat from what we have had, like what we have had with Whiskey and these guys before. But big shout out to Kida Great and um, KLP for Balance, amazing. And big shout out to P2J too for interesting. I don't tell you what was, also on the production for Frames as well. So, yeah, overall, it was good for me, but I don't think it was great. Great being in the sense that, you know, it's not a new thing, it's not exciting for a lot of people, but I think it was perfect for Whiskey. I saw this somewhere uh, when, um, was it Made in Lagos became, was it either gold or silver, I can't remember which of the which of the certification it got, but I think it's either gold or silver in um, I think America or Canada. Now I can't remember, but what I can remember vividly was the album was categorized under R and B, and that is where I'm going to. So, but this is not made in Lagos. Let's leave that and let's talk about more love, less ego. If we were to put this album under a particular genre of music. Will you call it Afrobeats? Is it going to be Afro R&B? Is it going to be Afro pop, Or is it going to be R&B? What would you call this album and why? Let's start with Nelson. 
All right, so um, I think for for me though, I mean, like, I, funny thing is, uh, before I even came on with all of this, listening to the album itself, I was already thinking, I'm like, God, do I really want to classify this album as Afrobeats? But, but you know, because of the infusion of so many things, like what Wega said, the jazz and so many, you know, instruments, I was like, oh yeah, 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 maybe this because of because of how chaotic it is. We might want to, you know settle for Afrobeat. But then you think about the bass, I think I think it's hard for me to understand, but I feel like Whiskey is metamorphosing to become, you know, that R and B musician. And it might be African R and B, it might be the new wave R and B, but you know, is I think is coming to that level because when you listen to that song, apart from songs like Balance and maybe Fringe that, you know, are right on the edge, most of those songs like Okay, yeah, maybe money and love, but a couple of those songs like Back to Me, Every Day, all those songs can actually pass for R&B. In fact, you know, you can say majority of them will pass for R&B, but because of the complexity of, you know, of the approach to music, because R&B is always extremely bad, I think I'll go with Afrobeat. This is Afrobeat by the king of the genre. So even though the king of genre might not want to go off because, you know, less ego, but this is Afrobeat. So you look at that to me, Afrobeat with some Amapiano rock drums, ETC, still Afrobeat. Money and Love has jazz elements, has slow R&B vibes, because R&B today, again, is different from what it was in, I don't know, Early, early on, because Money and Love, I, I was watching that um, performance on Jimmy Fallon, I think, and the instrumentation, it was all giving jazz and laid back stuff. So it's still Afrobeats, Flower Parts, I don't remember Flower Parts, but Slip and Slide, uh, Two Sugar, uh, Plenty Loving, Wow with Skepta, and, and those are Afrobeat jams. So it's still very much Afrobeat. So I think Americans have a problem classifying our music. So what Thames was doing on Essence is Af- is R&B to them. Uh, we call it Afrobeat because of the of the beats, because of the, the, the there is this particular genre, Afro swing. Is it Afro Afro swing? It's a very common beat. It's the same beat on Tease Me, Tease Me. It's the same beat on Bad Energy. It's the same beat on Essence. Mm. Ah. Mm. Mm. Ah. Mm. That particular flow is Afro. What, what do I call it? It's Afro beats, but subgenre or specifically Afro pop, right? So that's what we know it as. But when Tense does that vocalization and the songwriting follows the pattern of what Justin Sky or Kelani or any of those R&B ladies in America would do, they would embrace that because it's just a beautiful love song, you know, a song to make out to and stuff like that. So I think it's easy for Americans to fall into that R&B trap. But what we're doing here uh, is not R&B to us, it's Afrobeats or Afropop. So the album carries that that genre. Um, now, Gwega, let me stick with you and, um, you know, Let's talk about the songs on the album. And I want us to just quickly touch on what song would you say, okay, these are my top favorite songs. And these are the songs that, you know, yeah, mm -mm, it didn't make it for me. And why talking about those songs also? Let's talk about, you know, the collaborations on the album. 
which artist for you would you say this artist came through and this one you know did not really make it for me um so before i forget let me quickly say this one every day is giving fella every day for me that's all i need when i hear every day i just complete it with fella's version every day not the same fish of green every day not the same things of rain and smiling so that flow has afro beats without yes even though the production is afro beats afro pop right but i didn't really <sighs> so when i go from track one to track five i'm done i just jump to the last song i just discovered tonight i just discovered plenty loving so i'll listen to track one to to five i will force myself to listen to two sugar i don't like two sugar that's track four. So I'll, I'll listen to Money and Love. I love that. Balance, back to me. Those are, that's the trifecta, you know, run, so to speak. And then I'll, because of Fela and, you know, I'll listen to Every Day and then Two Sugar and Every Day, four and five. And then I'll jump straight to Frames. Frames, who's going to know? That's the last song. Those are my five, six songs on the album. Everything else is forgettable to be very honest maybe i'll catch up later i try my best to listen to wow skepta and Naimali, but i'm not feeling it plenty loving is good i don't like special featuring don toliver because i don't get it it's too slow it's too laid back but frames is slow or somehow the melody is so catchy and the way he delivered that song i think a lot of people like frames who's gonna know another night yeah very emotional very emo yeah maybe we should slide in that that word somewhere here emo afro beats there's some emo here too so those are my five six tracks back to me funny and love track one to five and then track 13. yeah let me, let me i'm just going to like quickly go through a couple of songs here so uh money and love for me i, I think i like the fact that it started with money and love you know the vibe was great energy awesome you know that beginning of nobody like me but I think this kid has actually had, you know, this starting of albums too. Even though it's not, you know, some other artists, like, for example, to respect to him, but it's not Bonner Boy's level in terms of, like, starting albums and, you know, being coercive and all of that. But that energy, that vibe, I love Reckless from M.I.L. And I love Money and Love from this one. I like Back to Me. I think I'm going to be like, you know, Balance is my best track by far. No shaking. I'm standing on that. I'm speaking on that. Balance is my best but nobody's touching balance on this song i'm sorry you know and then we go to two sugar i think the two sugar song i feel like it's because the reason why i like it now is because i've heard it a lot you know those kind of songs that you people tiktok people will do or everybody you know you get nonsense so i think they're, they're just caught up with me but apart from that then i'm sorry i think i like every day it's a jam flower pads i don't really understand why people like it. You know, I get it's like, you know, all sexual and everything, but it's not for me. Slip and Slide is actually a song I really like, but it's like that album pillar that is so good, you know, it shouldn't just be an album pillar. And apart from that, you know, I think the other songs too, I probably skipped most of them. I, I can't lie, I expected so, maybe it of my anticipation. I thought Don Toliza was going to do a magic, a madness with, you know, this kid. And then seeing that Jews was on production, I thought it was going to be a man as well. I didn't get exactly what I wanted. And I think things because of peer pressure. So I'm just gonna call out like three songs, Money, Money and Love, uh, Balance, Things, and uh, of course, 
uh, the weird one that I like out of everything. Slip and slide. Wow, it's not bad, but yeah, it's not for me. And every day too, because of course, Avistadova loves every day, so it makes sense. Okay, I mean, every day, I can't stop listening to every day. And just maybe now that Vega mentioned, you know, whenever he hears every day, he has that every day suffering and smiling. And maybe that's just what I'm hearing on the song that makes me like the song. I can't say, but I know I love every day. That was like my favorite song on the album. I also love Deep. I also love um, Flower Parts. Those are the three major songs that I love on the album. I mean, to be honest, I love Bad To Me. When Bad To Me first came out, I didn't really like it. But after listening to it over time, you know, I begin to enjoy Bad To Me, to be honest. Balance too, yes. Balance is a song, you know, that, yeah, it's not like great, great, but then it's good. I love. Every other song's, I really don't think I, you know, connect with them, you know, like that. But if I'm going to mention my top three songs, Deep, Flower Pads, and, you know, Every Day, those are my top three songs. Now, before, let's, you know, round up this whole conversation with the general rating, you know, of the album and also, you know, what you would say Whiskey has achieved with this, uh, you know, album. But, Gwega, I'm going to start with you. But before you answer that, since you mentioned every day and, you know, that fella thing that you're hearing, would you classify that as, you know, as a sample or that was just something that is just playing in your head? Then go ahead and answer the general rating for the album and what you think Whiskey was able to achieve, you know, with the album. Um, I don't think that's a sample. That's just, um, it's just a snippet or... A flow. I, I'm sure. In fact, he might not know that's in any way connected, and he may not be connected to that. But that's the same flow every day. So sometimes it's something you don't know. You may have heard it before, but we know Wiz has a history with the last music. So Baboni Shakara, that's outright, you know, one line or two line or four lines repeats of fellas lyrics. But this one is just one melody, half melody in fact. So it might it's, it's not really a sample, it's just one of those things. Um rating. Um I don't think this is a this is a perfect album. I don't think it's stellar. I don't think it's extreme from the world. I think it's just what they call disco like I, I can say discography filler. So when you say whiz discography you go to superstar you go to IU, you go to sounds from the other side, sound man made in Lagos, and you talk about after made in Lagos, two years later, he was able to do this. I don't think this will stand in his top four. It may, because of the success he's going to have. Let's, let's not make any mistakes. This album will be successful in terms of, um, you know, um, streams and awards i expect some awards to come out of this or maybe not but some remixes will come the deluxe will come and there will be success so it's still a successful album but in terms of cohesion and then, and then again maybe we are just too early in the game this is just one month i'm still i have this feeling because just today i discovered pretty loving a lot of people haven't discovered pretty loving like switch one switch one on lagos two cost some six months to catch up 
So depending on the promo run, I want them to promo run balance. When they do promo run for balance and do a big remix, in fact, I can jump on it, jump on it. So let's see how how the album goes with marketing, and then we can start to see maybe there are some sleepers that we're sleeping on that we, we need to catch up on. I think Wow can do well if they do a great video for Wow, Skepta and uh, and Naira and Wiz might pick up again. So we're watching a great album on hold. But I don't think it's it's spectacular. So my rating will just be I think four over ten as of now. Maybe that will move to five in a few months. But I, if I, I only enjoy six tracks so far out of thirteen, I think we can say four four point five. Yeah. Oh wow! We are finally go to this point. I, I I really don't like. I always try to avoid you know, giving numbers to all of these uh, particular albums because you know how albums can be lately. They can go on to win, you know, a lot of things and then you realize that, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have been too early to give them the mark or early to score them. Well, for me, though, I think I'll, I'll follow what Greg was saying about the fact that it's not a great album. It's a good one for the discography. I think a lot of people right now, I think a lot of Whiskey fans already themselves, they, have, they already know that, oh, yeah, this is just going to be one of those albums that, yeah, it was good. I had a couple of songs, but yeah, it's not M.I.L., you know, it's not uh, Superstar. Yeah, it's not that album that, oh yeah, it's going to be crazy forever. So yeah, I think for production and because of, you know, Whiskey is growing and because of we're at a point where they're making a lot of great music, you know, and and this might actually end up being a turning point because if this gets a Grammy with this one, it might actually be that album that, you know, turn everything around. So I'm just going to go with a 6.5, you understand? Because of, of course, like, I, I like a couple of songs, but as an album, you know, there are some songs that, say, that as an album, yeah, they're amazing, you understand? Like, let I could if you want to give them a great score because of our curiosity. I think we could do a very great job. Big shout out to everybody that worked on the album. I really appreciate the album. I think it was needed at the time it came through, you know, but a 6.5 for scoring it at a time like this, you know, in the future, this number might write, but for now, six point five. Um, there was something I wanted to say that you that you already mentioned. I was going to ask, but you already mentioned it, so I'm going to ask that into the next question. Bega will start from that, and then you know we we'll use that to you know wrap up the whole conversation. But for me, I feel like if I'm going to rate the album, honestly speaking, the rating of the album for me is going to stand between a six point five and a seven. Now, a six point five in the sense of as of now. That is what I can think of. Like, that is what I feel the album does for me. It doesn't move me beyond 6.5. And if, for whatever reason, maybe two or three months down the line, I keep listening to the album, I don't think I'll be able to go beyond, uh, you know, a 7. It is, you know, quote-unquote, a good album. An album that you look into, Whiskey, uh, whiskey uh, Discography, and it's okay. Yes, it had this album. It was good. But you won't, you know, points to the album and put your mind to your chest and say, yo, this is a stellar album. This is where this question is going to come in now. Would you say this album is like this because of, I think Bega rightly mentioned it at the beginning when he was talking, because of it's coming from the huge success that Made in Lagos is having. And could it be as a sort of, you know, I don't know if I should call it fatigue or lack of i don't know what i don't know the english to use but let me say the way it's coming to my mind do you feel like we are still you know quote unquote hangover on made in lagos that 
we've not really gotten into the vibe of this album or this album has given what it could give and Nelson already mentioned that um, for him the album came at the right time so for you Vega would you say this album came at the right time or this album you know came too early compared to the fact that you know Made in Lagos is still getting everything out there that he's supposed to get that was the first question then the second question is going to be obviously for every album that whiskey drops right about now most nigerians especially whiskey fc will always say oh the album should get nominated for a grammy we are not saying it should win but at least they feel like whiskey just the same thing that is going to be happening with bonaboy now bonaboy you know has gotten three grammy nominations so we are going to say for every album it drops we expect it now to be you know getting grammy nominated even if that's not going to be the case but that's like what we might expect so for whiskey now would you say this album is what a grammy nomination does it even contain the element you know to make it into the grammy nomination big alesta from you so so third one was that um is me we hung around made in lagos i don't think so i think made in lagos from october 2020 has had a very good time october 2020 into january 2021 it was really entering january into june it really had a great time essence picked up from like february and then all over the place essence was was moving the same with um ginger when the videos came um each other song picked up i wish they they shot videos for blessed and peace of me but those songs sweet one um class they enjoyed the whole of 2021 the awards came the certifications came the sales came so made in lagos has had its time so it's not too early to have another album in fact i think it might be too late because um, Bernard dropped almost within the same window and Love Ramini came quickly. So I don't think Made in Lagos uh, is enjoying. Of course, we might still be listening. We might streaming the album as a body of. In fact, after listening to More of Less Ego, if you are still in that mood to listen to some whiskey, go back to, 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 to Made in Lagos and listen. Those pockets of listens will still continue to come. But I think the prime time for MIL may have passed. So um, that's that. We're not hungover. And again, this is just us talking and trying to review. I'm sure Wiz himself, you know, doesn't really care. In fact, he might be doing this quote-unquote subpar album. Personally, there might be bangers in the hard drive. It will just say, my name is Whiskey Balogun. He said we should call him Sir. He might just say, Sir Balogun, I will give you whatever I want to give you, and you, feel, you must feel him. So it's not a matter of he's not a great artist or I think he's just testing, maybe experimenting. Maybe he wants to alter the sound a little bit again and 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 imprint it on, on the global market that this is what we call Afrobeat from Africa. This is it. You must uh, you must collect it. And in fact, you are enjoying this Afro pop. You are enjoying bad energy. Also collect this two sugar. I know it's not so sweet. You might not love it, but that's the music I enjoy in my soul. And you must collect it. So he might be having a good time looking at the reception, listening to podcasts like this, and reading reviews and be like, okay, you guys should go, but I'll do what I want. 
in terms of whether this album deserves a Grammy or Grammy award, we really can tell. It's an it, it's in the international album or global music category since it's from another country. I don't know all the details, but since it's from another country that is not America, it would naturally be looked at or considered for a global music album, whatever. And then there will be other albums. So if the quality of other albums trump this one, then those will be considered higher. But as Wizkid, as the king of the genre, you, you would expect a global music body like um, the Grammys, the Academy, to consider nominating him if he submits. And, you know, again, he doesn't really care if he wins or not. He wants to make money. For the fact that we did win or should it be nominated for a Grammy, I think it should be nominated for a Grammy. We don't like this thing anymore because, of course, we know that the guys with the big guns, the guys like with RCA and, you know, Atlantic, you know, and Columbia, those are the guys that would have the opportunity. And and now Empire, they're all that would have the opportunity to be able to put in and have guys, you know, lobby for them and talk to the big guns to actually put them up there. So, yeah, I think, of course, Columbia would push and push to make sure that, you know, more love, less ego is there because, like, we directly said, Whiskey is the face of Afrobeats, whether we like it or not. You know, you know, Brother Boy might be up there right now and he's sticking with the whole Afro swing, even though we know our Afro, I don't know, forgotten there's a there's a way he calls it, you know, and then even though he's up there, he's still in the Afrobeats genre, but Whiskey is the face, that guy that everybody's thinking, oh, do you know Whiskey? You know Whiskey, you know Whiskey. So I think it's gonna be they're going to look for a way to put it in. And it's going to be, you know, nominated whether we like it or not. So, should it be nominated? That's another question entirely. I think, I think Whiskey probably himself might not care. I think it's just an album for us to just enjoy and chill with. So, I don't think it should be. I don't, I don't, I don't see it yet. I don't think from what it has done now. I don't think it's that album that would push anybody away because, like I said, I still just stick to the fact that even though it's Afrobeat, it's not like you know. It's not like that African sound that they want to hear that is weird, weird, weird. But of course, Love Damn is there, so it's not far-fetched. And also, um, yeah, I think Whiskey has actually changed, you know, his look towards all of these things and how to approach, you know, music and all of that. So he's on a different vibe right now. And uh, I, I think he's going to continue to do music as much, as long as he can, which means I was still going to get more songs, maybe singles for a year or two before we get another album. But I really hope it brings out a deluxe. Now, that's the funny thing. Well, I'm not spoken about that, but a deluxe album might actually change the outlook of every single thing that we have right now. I mean, three or four additional songs with great features might actually just... <laughs> this album might become from a 6.5 that we gave you to a 9 or even 10 over 10, you know, because of one or two or three that completes it. So it's not far-fetched what to expect from it. And, and you're saying something, I'll be hungover. I think I already cleared that before. It's about time, so it makes perfect sense. So yeah, I think this this album is great. It's, it's great. It's not. It's not. It's not. I think the word "great" might be too much, but it's a very good album. Like very decent album. Nelson rightly said, "We are not saying this album, or at least from Nelson's point of view, this album is not a bad album. Don't say, oh, they said the album is not good.'" Uh-uh. We've not said the album is not good. I mean, Nelson gave it a 6.5. So if you ask a 6.5 over 10, you would say that is a good mark. Compared to Blega, 
that gave it a 4.5 over 10. But with the caveat that in the next two, three months, the harbor might move. As a stand right now, Vega has a 4.5 rating for the album. Nelson has a 6.5 rating and I have a 6.5 rating. So for those of you that are listening to this right now, you can connect to me on my social media handle. That is Chacha Music Pod. And tell me what you think about this album. Do you say the three of us, we've completely said rubbish and you feel the album is 10 over 10 or we've overhyped the album and the album is 2 over 10 let us know what your take is uh you know on the album that being said that is where we are going to draw the curtain on today's episode of the chacha album review series but before we go let me just ask nelson on Bega, if there's anything they want to add or they want to say before we call it a day. Um, I'm just going to say that I, I, I hope this enjoyment that we have in Afrobeat will continue. Afrobeats, Afrobeats artists are, are making more money than ever, than, than ever before in Nigeria's history. Artists who, you know, the digital era seems to look, there are many OGs who worked hard and don't have pensions right now. They are in Ibadan, they are in Lagos. They are trying to survive. And they were outside in the 70s. So right now we're enjoying a, a good windfall. I think that's the word. And I hope it lasts. And I hope we are building around it such that, um, you know, it continues and we make the best of the genre, hopefully. Well, yeah, like, I think I stick with, you know, Greg uh, and what he's saying. Because of course we have seen a lot of you know Nigerians, Nigerian music. In fact, when I, if I call a list, I'm sure a lot of people might not actually know some of their names because they are not up there anymore. So I really want us to you know hold this point on the jugular and, and use it as much as possible. Like let's just continue to push the music and continue to make quality music. So we have so many artists that are doing great things right now. And one thing I'd like to say, you know, let me just use this opportunity to say it. I think we really need to, as fans, as lovers of the music, we really need to ease up on how we how hard we come on our musicians. It's a whole lot of work to make music. It's a whole lot of work to actually put out music. So whenever people bring out, put out music or whatever, let's, let's you know, as fans, let's, before we, before we turn to the FCs and the, you know, the outsiders and whatever, whatever have you that you got, I think you should just first try and appreciate music first. And then, you know, maybe from there, whatever it is you want to do afterwards. But please, let's try and appreciate music. Because at this point, uh, so that we don't get to, you know, I don't know, there's a theme, there's a feel that we used to feel before when new music drops, like seven or eight years ago. And I feel like we don't have that feeling anymore. I mean, that's going to probably be a long talk for another day, but let's just really try and enjoy this time because... We might, not, we might not, you know, we might not have a time like this for a long time where we have four, five, six, seven, eight artists doing great at the same time. They've said it all and we all have said it all. Let's continue to support Afrobeat. As a matter of fact, that is one of the major purpose of the Chacha Music Review Podcast. <clears throat> like I rightly said, it is basically about amplifying the African sound by bringing the best of African music into your ears. So make sure you keep listening to the Chacha Music Review Podcast. And also, make sure you also listen to the Sample Axis Podcast. 
With that being said, my name will always remain a face turnover, aka your musical plug creator of the energy force. So like come away with another episode. Remember to keep the energy, keep it 100 and keep it positive. Peace out. Watch him out,